welcome everyone to Be Better Betters. I'm the host, Spanky. Thanks for listening. Hope everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Again, I'm trying to do these once every couple of weeks. Really busy. So many things going on. And uh, this will probably be the last Be Better Betters till the new year. I might be able to tape one before the new year. We'll see what happens, but uh, we'll try to bang one out. But um, let's talk about sport trade. Put out a tweet and I kind of explained um, briefly as a teaser on why I got kicked out of sport trade. So I'll kind of explain the relationship and how everything came to be and how everything uh, came to end and. We'll go through the whole thing, and I'll speculate, and I'll kind of try to figure out what went wrong and um, what's kind of happening behind the scenes. Before we begin, let me, uh, I think an important part of it, if we're going to go with a timeline aspect of it, let's go back to when I first came on the Twitter, back in, I think it was 2018, uh, yeah, 2018, and, um, I started making videos of sports books kicking me out, and, um, made a bunch of them, or limiting me, or banning me, etc., etc., etc. One of those prominent ones was Harris, and that's going to be, I think, an important tie-in to how this whole story ends, but it's on my pinned tweet, um, this lady, uh, who was a supervisor at Harris Sportsbook, which it's owned by Caesars, and um, and Bally's was also part of that umbrella at that time, back in 2018. And essentially, you know, just the Cliff Notes version of it, they uh, they promised me 20,000 on NBA sides, and then I was limited um, to 500 hours on NBA sides in the course of a day. So, um, and I have it all after you know them guaranteeing me my limits, them just slowly but surely showing that they're not bookmakers, they're dressmakers, and Unless uh, you're a losing player, they don't want nothing to do with you. So, I think we'll go back to that, and I think that has something to do with how this whole thing tied in. But let's talk sport trade. So, sport trade. CEO Alex Kane. Man, I love Alex Kane. Um, you could see him a mile away with that red hair. Uh, just always smiling, always happy. Real nice guy. Um... I always liked him when I first met him a couple, several years ago, when he first had this idea. You know, the kid's under, he's not even 30 years old, and he's a CEO. You know, really, really, you know, should be proud of all his accomplishments. And the entire staff, for that matter, in sport trade, and I'll get into that a little bit too, but Alex is a great guy. He told me, Spank, you know, one day when this exchange launches, where there's no kickouts, there's nothing, we want to have you a part of it. And I'm like, Alex, I'd love to be a part of the liquidity is there. Consider me your biggest customer. All I like to do is bet. It's my favorite thing. It's my earn. This is what I do. This is what I do for a living. So I'll happily um, support your business and um, just let me know. And, of course, this was years ago, and it takes years to go to market and to get a lo- the launch and all that stuff. So uh, so Sport Trade winds up, you know, again, to, in order to launch, just to kind of explain the New Jersey laws, the way it works, is... For a sports book to enter the market in New Jersey, it's not a free open market that anybody can just be a bookmaker. Um, you have to partner with a licensed casino or racetrack. 
And each casino racetrack has a limited number of licenses that they could offer. There's, there's one brick-and-mortar license, and then the other ones are uh, several online licenses. So Sport Trade wind up securing a license with the, you know, and again, I say this not just because of this whole ordeal, but it really is, you know, the shithole of Atlantic City. It's easily the worst casino in Atlantic City, bar none. Bally's hasn't been renovated in God, you know, probably since the 80s. Um, you know, I grew up playing Monopoly. You know, Bally's is actually located on the corner of uh, Park Place and Boardwalk. And you would think, man, if you have Park Place and Boardwalk, you got the goods. Uh, no, not in this case. Uh, <laughs> this is the complete opposite. Park Place and Boardwalk is actually close to what Mediterranean and Baltic would be, where we would call them the Roach Motels. Um, this is the kind of uh, caliber that that property has, and we'll get into details on that a little bit later too. But so Sport Trade, you know, partner with Bally's and different, you know, sports books partner with different casinos. So you know, the time came, and again, I'm I'm not really paying attention to the show. We're betting, we're betting. We don't even know what's going on. Eventually, Sport Trade goes live because you hear about people saying, "I'm going to go live in this, that," and you know, listen, I'm not keeping tabs on this shit. We're we're just you know, we're just whatever sports book I could bet into, whether regulated, unregulated. That's what we're doing. This is what we do. I'm not you know every day finding out what Sport Trade is doing. No, I'm sure that I'll hear about it. Somebody will tweet about it. They'll make an announcement, whatever. So this football season, they wind up going live, and um, and that was great. And I talk, Alex, like, all right, we're ready to rock. So I'm like, all right, Alex, I got to find out what kind of liquidity there is. And I talked to Alex, and Alex said, listen, maybe, you know, what we talked, and I'm going to go on Spank Odds. This way we'll show your lines to the rest of the world, and we'll show the liquidity. On Spank Odds, you can actually show uh, the limits for each amount that you can get down. So he loved the idea, and um, and we sort of looking. And, you know, we're like, okay, my trading team, Luke and them, we're looking at it, and we're like, okay, this isn't bad. Let's make a deposit. And um, initially, I was like, you know, whatever, I'll deposit, you know, 70000 80000 So I told Alex, and Alex says, hey, listen, you think you get enough liquidity? You know, how much you want to deposit? I'm whatever. So me and Alex talked, and then, and then I think it was either him or I, whatever. I'm, I'm happy to deposit anything, Alex. And, and Alex said, listen, let's make a video of your deposit. Let's tape it, and let's make it epic. It's the, the biggest deposit. I'm like, really? Okay. So I said, okay, if we're going to make a video out of it, and again, this is his idea, and I think it was a great idea. In hindsight, uh, probably not the best idea, but we thought at the time it was cool and anything to help them out. Listen, I don't, you know, this was all them. So we kind of arranged and he said, okay, listen, I said, Alex, I'll deposit a hundred dimes. Um, and, uh, and you guys, you know, he he brought his guy, um, to tape everything. And, um, and I met them at Bally's one Sunday morning. Um, I think it was October 30th to be exact. So I met them October 30th at Bally's. And then we did some videos and shit in the lobby. Again, you know, Bally's is, is not the cleanest of places, not the greatest of places. So, you know, they're taping me walking and shit, and I'm walking up. And, of course, on my way there, when you're in Bally's, you know, I'm walking with the 100,000. You know, your Bally's is notorious for having um, a bathroom that uh, with a sign on it. And... Um, it's an incredible sign. It's one of the craziest signs, I think, that's out there. Um, the sign reads, essentially, on the men's room, if you go right by the Players Club, it says, bathing and changing of clothes is prohibited. All right, so you could only imagine the clientele that this joint attracts. 
bathing and changing of clothes is prohibited. So, listen, I was strongly tempted to go take a bath in the sink, but that sign deterred me. So I said, Alex, you know what? Maybe I'll, 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 I'll forego the bath in the sink. Let's make this deposit. You guys catch it on tape. Okay, fine. So we go and, you know, deposit. I'm sitting there, whatever. We're talking. Okay, cool. You know, the ladies count the money. Bump, 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 bump. Um, and, um, and everything's good. Okay, 100000 Credited in my account. Good. I got my phone app. And I'm like, okay. So now I'm wondering, I'm, I'm trying to place bets now. Now, of course, you know what I mean? I don't know what bets to place. I, that's why I have a betting team, a betting office. So I asked my office, all right, guys, I got the app now. Let me know what I should bet. My betting office tells me, okay, this bet is good. This bet is good. So I'm firing. Pop, 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 pop. You know, and we wound up putting 12 dimes in action, which, you know, in about 10 minutes, which is good. And I, that, that part was captured on the video. Um... And, um, and I really thought at that rate, if we could put 12 dimes in 10 minutes, that we might have to make another deposit. And I put that in the video. They put that in the video also. So it was a great relationship. I felt, you know, this was just, it was great. And we felt as if we could catch some good numbers, good prices. And, um, and they loved the business. And it was great. So that went on um, for about a week. Then um, I get a letter in the mail. And then Alex actually calls me at the same time. And I get a letter in the mail from Bally's. Now, again, this is the letter is dated November 4th. And, again, I, we make this video October 30th. The video, I think, Sport Trade winds up releasing the video, I think, November 2nd. So, in no time, Bally's, of course, sees this video. Um, they realize, oh, my God, I'm playing there. And... Um, so they send me this um, a letter dated November fourth. Now let me read the letter, and um, uh, and I just want to make sure I don't, you know, I could give you the gist of it. But no, I want to read it exactly how it was because um, this is it's 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 uh, it'll have a good point part to what we talk about with the story and um, what exactly their uh, theory is and. And how I think it's bullshit, but let's go here. Okay, here we go. Dear Mr. Gadun Corollas, that's my name, for those of you that don't know. As a state-licensed casino, Bally's Atlantic City is required to comply with all state and federal laws and regulations, including all federal anti-money laundering requirements. Pursuant to these requirements... Bally's Atlantic City periodically reviews the activity and accounts of our patrons. After evaluating your account, Bally's Atlantic City management has decided that effective immediately, Bally's Atlantic City can no longer allow you to wager or conduct any transactions at our casino. So right when I read this part, I'm like, damn, I can't take a bath in a sink or I can't get tempted anymore? All right, no problem. So I kept reading. This prohibition includes all wagering and transactions conducted at our casino and sportsbook. In addition, you are prohibited from visiting the property for any reason. Oh, no. Please, let me go back to Bally's. <laughs> any balances in your Bally's Atlantic City rewards account, if applicable, have been voided, and all future casino offers if applicable, are no longer valid or redeemable. 
I didn't have any points. I didn't have any casino offers. Um, so whatever $5 free play they were going to give me or match play, uh, I lost out on. If you attempt to visit Ballas Atlantic City or attempt to conduct any transactions or engage in any wagering, you may be subject to arrest for defiant trespassing in accord with NJSA 2C18-3. This ban does not expire and will not be subject to reconsideration. Ali's Atlantic City Casino Resort Management. Okay, so the person that wrote that letter obviously has a hard-on for me. Completely hates me. And that's fine. So, of course, Alex is aware of this. Alex had talked to them. So then Alex calls me and goes, listen, we're going to fight this because we think it's bullshit. Uh, we want you, we, we like you, we love you, know, we want you to be our customer. So do me a favor, just hold off on wagering until we sort this shit out. I'm like, all right, Alex, you're holding 100000 but you're my friend, you know what I mean? All good. So Alex then asks me then, and then he talks to the CFO and, you know, Anthony, all these guys, and, you know, they request docs, and they go, okay, where else do you play? So I tell them, I play everywhere in New Jersey. I play a fan duel. I play a hard rock. I've played at resorts, and, you know, I'm severely limited there, but I've played at resorts for, for a long time. FanDuel, I've played at them since the beginning. I'm Golden Nugget, although I'm severely limited there. But I play in all these joints. Um, and uh, I play at West, um, uh, Superbook. So I play at all these places, and they all accept me. And, you know, I've been a customer, and they don't give it. You know, nobody ever made any type of claim there. They're very happy with my business. Um and he goes, okay. So then, and then Alex was, listen, we're going to just do an extra due diligence. You know, I hope you're okay with that. I'm like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll try to help you guys out. I'm, you know, if we want, you know, I want to keep the account open. I think it's a good account. But, uh, you know, what are we asking for? So, you know, a couple of requests were made. So I sent them, when it's all said and done, here's what I sent Alex and his team. I sent them my bank account statements. I sent them transaction reports from other sports books, deposit withdrawal transaction report, balance report, win loss statements. You know all this, all this shit that no other sports book has ever asked me to send them. But because Sport Trade, I, these are my friends; these are good guys, and because we want to explain to these guys at Bally's and say, "Listen, this money laundering claim is bullshit. This guy plays at other joints in the state of New Jersey." Who gladly accept him? Um, we're gonna, you know, what what knowledge do you have that's not publicly known already? Now, full disclosure, I had a I had a case with Queens ten years ago where I was indicted on money laundering charges, bookmaking charges, and um, look, whether you believe me or not, it was all bullshit. Never got convicted of any money laundering in any way, shape, or form. Uh, pled out to one count of promoting gambling, first degree. And where I was book, booking bets that I actually placed. And I know that doesn't make sense, but that was, if anybody wants to read the minutes, Queen's DA, um, October of 2014. You can get the minutes, and these are, you know, I'm pretty sure that uh, you go to the court clerk and um, you could find the stenographer and they'll have the minutes. And that's what I pled guilty to, um, booking bets that I, that I actually placed, which is just a way to get out of the case and just say this is all bullshit. Um, but I never pled guilty. I never, you know, even though I was indicted, never convicted, never pled anything to money laundering. It was all bullshit. Because in order for money laundering, for anybody that doesn't understand the laws, 
for money laundering to exist, the proceeds, the actual money, has to be un has to be derived from unlawful activity. Now, if I was a bookmaker, money the money money laundering could stick. But as a better, given that all my betting is done lawfully. And keep in mind, even in New Jersey, betting with whether it's be with an illegal or legal bookmaker, as long as you're a better, that is a defense to promoting gambling in first degree. Same thing in New York. So you you come exempt from any wrongdoing if if you can prove to be just a, acting as the form of a mere better. Um, so money laundering never existed um, in my case, and um, and I never pled guilty to that, and, and I wasn't guilty of that. So that was ten years ago. So, of course, if you look my name up and you'll see all this shit and obviously the way they make it sound, they stick me with a couple of mafiosos and they think, oh, yeah, you know, because there was a couple of wise guys that were involved in a case who I didn't even know. But it sounds a lot worse than it is. But that's fine. No problem. So that's why I'm happy to, uh, to oblige to do additional due diligence and to be able to give you guys what documentation you need if there's ever uh, a questioning of anything, you know, even when I bet in the casinos in person, um, I I'm more than welcome. I fill out the W two G's or the W, the, uh, the all the the proper forms before I even start betting, because I don't want them. You know, once you go over ten thousand dollars in betting, they kind of interrupt you and say you got to fill out this form. I don't want to be interrupted. Once I start betting, I'm firing away here. You know what I mean? When I was at DraftKings, I was betting hundreds of thousands and. I don't, I know I want to fill out the form once you have it on file so that we could start firing. And I've I'm more I've obliged to fill out any forms. Anybody that wants anything me to fill out, no problem. I got nothing to hide. I own a corporation in the state of New Jersey where it's it's very clear that we analyze sports information and we bet on sports. This is what we do. So there's nothing to hide. I'm you know you know I'm I'm incorporated for uh for a while now. So it's um so so I was happy to uh, to oblige with Alex's requests, and I gave them everything, and um, and I said Alex, you know, it got to the point which after the bank statements and this shit, because listen, you know, and I said Alex, please look, you know, what I, mean? I don't want this number, I don't want people know my win loss at different sports books and shit. That's between me and the IRS. That's it, you know what I mean? And and, and I don't, you know, as long, I, I pay my full taxes, and nobody needs to know what my 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 financials are that's that's a personal thing um so please keep that you know for the for you guys if you need to file it somewhere that's fine but um please you know i, I, I don't want that shared i don't want that out there because of course not no problem so yeah so i send them and he goes okay we're happy with everything you sent us uh we informed bally's that we are going to uh not listen to them and we're going to let you play again and i'm like wow thank you so much i appreciate it and Sport Trade, this is why I love the guys at Sport Trade. They're really, they went to bat. They want me to play because they want my action. And they know that having several people like me is good for their exchange. And all they want to do is earn the commissions. And um, and it's just, it's it's exactly the, the clientele they want. It's not about kicking out sharps. It's against the grain, so to speak. So... And of course, Bally's, the you know the, the epitome of a dressmaker, which is part of that Harris thing initially. I know they split off, where they're they're not that case, um, so they just couldn't do that. So again, I'm playing at Sport Trade, and and now they reinstated me. Sport Trade then later that week after they reinstate me, have a big party on Thursday at a Hoboken, um, like an NFL watch party 
Um, I show up there. I meet Anthony, the CFO. I see Russ, the chief marketing officer. Alex is their CEO. I see all the other guys. They made us laminated sheets to convert that, you know, crazy stock price shit, $55 and whatever, you know, all the, the different prices to actual, you know, money lines and the juice. How, uh, you know, we understand it as, as betters. So I appreciated that. They gave me those sheets so that I could share it. Um, so that we can, you know, are able to do those conversions accordingly. And it was a great time. We had a great time drinking beer. I met their uh, their market maker, a DFL, they call him, really nice guy. Um, he, uh, you know, he was around for several, you know, came up kind of the same time I came up. He kind of told me, he was listening, even though I know we're, we're putting a, we're putting, we're, you're probably going to hurt us, beat us a little bit, but it's okay. We're going to learn from it. We're trying to build this thing, so we're happy to have you. I met their tech guy, who was a really smart guy. We talked a little bit, and and um, and we had a great conversation on you know the technologies. We kind of had some nerd talk on talking about different programming languages and shit like that. So it was just a great time all around. I, I really enjoyed, it, and I and, and those guys went to bat for me. They told, they tried to tell Bally's, no, we're not going to listen to you. Um, because where we did our extra due diligence, we liked this customer. Um, he has a public persona. Um, you know what I mean? We believe that there is, and, and, and also five other sports books or whatever, four or five other sports books in New Jersey, um, have not even asked him for any of this. And he, you know, he, he's, uh, well active. We have proof that he's active in these sports books and, um, and he's a good standing customer. So why should we then, um, not have him? as our customer so everything went well and then oh another week goes by and then all of a sudden alex calls me up and says i'm sorry man um they kind of put the gavel down they cited some shit essentially saying that if this guy is not out then you will be you'll have to be out you know what i mean we're not gonna your your the license could be revoked or whatever i don't even know what they said to them but it kind of was an ultimatum type thing that bally says it's either Spanky's gone or you're gone or some crazy shit like that. Now think about this shit. This is this is you know like like it's unbelievable how me little old me I'm just a guy. I gave you all the documentation. I gave you everything to prove I'm as legit as can be, and uh, and I just want to bet, man. That's it. I just want to bet, but. They were so adamant, and they were so in saying no. Sorry, um, um, we 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 don't want this guy. This is non-negotiable. We will not reconsider this. He is out forever. Now, let's talk about the theories on why. Okay, um, the uh, let's let's play devil's advocate. Let's just say you know somebody spank. Listen, you know you, you even though you are indicted, it's one of those things in which um. Uh, you know, they're scared of the money laundering thing, and hey, you know, that's just how it is, that's, you know, the, that, you know, you had, you had a little bit of history back then, and even though other sports books, um, didn't, you know, don't think that, they were, you know, they were nervous, and that's what they wanted to do. Now, here's where I'll debunk that theory, which is, it's pretty amazing how, you know, things just kind of show, they come up in a wash, if Bally's was so scared of, of Spanky being this super-duper money launderer and all this other shit, I deposited, I had a video where Sport Trade created, taped the video, right, where I'm coming in, 
depositing 100000 in cash. You go to any anti-money laundering seminar, any class, AML 101, slide like three. The first thing, that the most important thing to avoid money laundering, if the gains were ill-gotten gains or whatever, is to make sure that the deposit method is the same as the withdrawal method. So if I'm depositing cash, right, you know, most likely it's the good idea then, if you believe this, to pay me in cash. But no, that's when it gets crazy. These guys paid me in a check. So how could you claim to be so, oh my God, this guy, you know, you just essentially, if this money was dirty, which of course it's not, you know what I mean? But if this money was dirty money, thank you. You just gave me a check and cleaned that shit. Think about that. So what does that tell you? It tells you that it's bullshit. A lot of sports books, a lot of guys, that if they don't want to do business with you, they have a hard-on for you. They're going to say, oh, yeah, there's an AML concern or, you know, KYC bullshit, all this other shit. We just don't want to deal with you. Peace. Gone. We want nothing to do with you. So where, where, what else could happen? Why do they have a hard-on for me? And this kind of goes back to the original thing I kind of mentioned at the beginning of this, is I believe that somebody in that compliance department was connected in some way, the Caesars or the Harris, or, and boy, they, that video, and if you watch that video with LaQuisha, who's a nice lady, who promised me 20000 on NBA sides, and then slowly but surely, when I went back, I got limited, 10000 6000 4000 whatever it was. It's been years now. And all of a sudden, I was getting 550 to win 500 on NBA sides, okay? And I put that shit out there. And let me tell you, right when I put that shit out there, within a month, I got a letter from Caesars saying, Hey, sorry, Spanky, you are banned from every Caesars property in the world. Um, we don't want to do business with you. Now, again, you, you know, being in the position I am, um, you would think, damn, Spank, you're getting banned from everywhere. How are you going to survive? Now, luckily, knock on wood, I'm cool. I'm all right. I don't need, you know what I mean? I don't, I'm in a position where I've earned enough. I could retire yesterday. I'm not worried about getting banned, getting booted. I don't, honestly don't give a shit. Um... However, I think it's a good idea for the for the future of this industry to expose these guys. And that's kind of why, you know, listen, I'm trying to get out. So I'm trying to get accounts. Don't get me wrong. So it's nice to show me getting kicked out of the, all these places to kind of expose the industry. And it's also, you know, to kind of also, you know, if people want to become uh, my betting partner, that's another important, you know, I'm not going to deny that, that that was a, a, a high motive of why I'm making these videos. But another underlying motive, of course, is to be able to expose the business for what it is. These people kick you out, and they treat you like shit, and they think that nobody will ever know. It goes unnoticed. And there are times where I do expose them, and I started showing these videos of getting kicked out. Boy, oh boy, did they hate that. They hated it so much that they banned me from all their properties. Um, coincidentally, again, that I got, I got booted on... Um, uh, from, from or I got severely limited at Harris on November fourth. I think Caesars sent the letter to me. I think November twentieth or something like that. Whatever it was. So all this stuff happens 
you know, I make the video with Sportrade October 30th. It gets released November 2nd. All of a sudden, a magical letter of value shows up November 4th. Um, this all, and again, here's the crazy part with this whole Caesars thing. I was a Caesars, I don't know if I was seven stars, but I might have been diamond or seven stars. I was a customer at Caesars in good standing for years, years, okay? Um, years and years, and this happened in 2018. So, um, you know, for you know, even if they were going to cry, oh, yeah, this money laundering shit uh, because of your case that you had back in 2012, nah, that's got nothing to do with it. They just don't like being exposed um, for what they are. Um, and, and to be able to, you know, and I call it dressmakers, but essentially it's just a bookmaker that's just not tolerant of winning players of sharp action. The hard, the really sad part about this whole thing is that sport trade, who are great guys, who are trying to run a great business, who actually put a video out there documenting my, my deposit and me saying in the video I'm never going to get kicked out. And Bally's being fully aware that that was part of that video to still treat their business partner, to still treat one of their licensees, to, st uh, to treat them and say, you know what? I don't give a shit. My hatred towards Spanky is, good, is paramount, is so much more important than your uh, uh, goodwill and, and, and you're uh, having to kick this guy out. I don't give a shit. Kick this guy out now or else. Now, keep in mind, Bally's, of course, kicks me out of their property, their casino. It's sport trade that has to make the call to kick me out. Now, they didn't want to kick me out, but it was ultimately the sport trade that kicks me out. It's obvious. They're the ones that close my account, and they're the ones that do it. But Bally's told them, if you don't kick me out, it's over. You know, there's a risk of losing licenses and all this other shit. It's unbelievable how that happened. And if anybody buys a money laundering thing or, you know what, you know, and then for them to pay me a check at the end, which is unbelievable, you know, okay, maybe maybe that's the case. Um, but I think otherwise. I think that there's a, there's an underlying, there's maybe one or two rogue guys that um, it just... Have a have a history with me somehow, some way, and all the other videos that I've made. Um, and keep in mind, I, listen, I, I sing the praises for the sports books that treat people well and that treated me well, and I'm also gonna, you know, bang out the sports books that have that have done wrong, um, or that I believe have done wrong, or that have done me dirty, or that done other people dirty. Listen, I, I'm I'm trying to paint the fair picture of what I see the industry is, and when I see who the right players are and the wrong players are. And I know, I know that Harris and, and Caesars really hated that, and I know they'll never lift my ban, and that's fine, it's cool, you know what I mean? No problem. The ban at Caesars is not, you know, that one, you know, that's every property in the world, which is, you know, that sucks, you know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. Missing out on Bally's and you know, not having to be able to bathe in the, or change my clothes in the bathroom. I could live with that. But yeah, there you have it. That's that's the, the whole thing. And I, 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 um, I wish Sport Trade, again, I hope Sport Trade can find another uh, partner to license with. I think it's a shitty law to have to be able to, you, you know, you need a racetrack or a casino to partner with. I think that sucks. 
And on top of that, I think it sucks that that racetrack or casino won't won't um, rely or, or won't allow the operator to make the decision on who and who not they want to um, to be able to have as a customer. And and that's what happened. So for anybody out there, and again, listen, you see uh, Bally's, look, look at the stock price, you know, Bally's stock price, I think the, the high, if you look at in the last year, year and a half, went up to some 60-something dollars a share, down to $22 a share now, you know, lost a bunch, 60, you know, whatever, 60-something percent. 66% loss. Um, you know, Captain Jack, uh, my buddy, he tweeted um, something that's pretty, uh, pretty. you know, if you go to, and I just want to, I want to, let me quote that tweet because I think it's such a great tweet. It's easy to find which casinos are owned by Bally's Corporation. They're always in the bad part of town and exist to prey on poor people and keep a boot firmly on their face. If you play at Bally's Bet or patronize their casinos, you are aiding and abetting a scourge on the industry. Well said. Um, Bally's is the, is the shithole. If you go to any town in America that has a bunch of casinos, you go to the shittiest casino, it's probably going to be a Bally's property. That's just what they do. They, 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 they go after their clientele, um, and it's just shown. And I'll, and I'll share some of these pictures um, that I've had, but it's, their clientele is based on guys... Um, that bathe and that change clothes in the bathroom. That's their clientele base. Um, and, um, and that's what they do. And, um, you know, I have no respect for them. Never really did. I think that's just, you know, it's, it's, it's disgusting that, that they, um, they do that. And I think, you know, I don't care about me. Okay. Honestly, I could care less. Okay. I can't ever go to Bally's. I can't play at Sport Trade. That's fine. I just think it's the, the thing that really irks me because Alex, and, and, and Anthony and, and those guys, they tried so hard and, and, and they're doing everything they can to try to build this brand up and to be stuck with such a piece of garbage company like Bally's that played God on them, that cried a bullshit AML garbage and that essentially are hurting their business is just sad. Um, it's sad and I feel bad for those guys and I know they have a long-term contract, or I'm guessing they have a long-term contract. It's just a sad, sad state of affairs. I wish them luck. I wish them all the best. I hope Sport Trade succeeds. Um, and I recommend, even though I can't play there any longer, I recommend anybody out there, if you're in New Jersey or wherever they expand to, to give Sport Trade a try. Um, great guys. They treat you very well. Um, and, um, you know, listen, you know, when... Um, when these guys paid me out, Alex hand-delivered the check to me. And um, and it was funny because I'm like, this is so funny, Alex, that you're paying me in a check after their, uh, these guys are claiming AML. And, you know, we both laughed. Like, it is really stupid. You know what I mean? Like, how, how can you be giving me a check when, when, you're, when you're saying, oh, my God, this guy's a boiler? But Alex came to my office personally. This is the type of service that we're talking about here came to my office and hand-delivered that check to me. So, and, and he did it on Monday. Um, and he knew that, just like Wally Mondays, you can quote a Wally Monday, who I mentioned in a podcast, where you pay a bookmaker that pays on Monday. That's the way to do it. So these guys, I have zero, zero negative things to say about Sport Trade. Nothing. Top-notch guys did everything they could 
went above and beyond, honestly. Uh, I don't know if any other sports book would do that shit to me, would do that shit for me to try to keep me as a customer. Their entire staff is unbelievable. I want those guys to succeed so bad. And, um, you know, it's tough looking at those prices and not being able to bet into them. Um, maybe, hopefully, with spank odds, people can use the, uh, look at those lines and check the limits out and see that it's not that bad. They give you a decent pop here and there, a couple of dimes a game, which is nice. And um, and uh, know that, you know, listen, I'm not going to be able to bet them. So um, my one man's uh, loss is another, one, another man's gain. So go get them out there, anybody that's in Jersey. The Bally's, um, just to, in closing, you know, all good. Um, I'm going to make sure that um, I'm creating um, some good content around exactly the type of uh, properties that you run. And again, I'm going to do this just because, you know, I got nothing to lose. Um, you know, you're going you're gonna to kick me out. No problem. Uh, I'll fire back a little bit just to, you know, because I can't, you know, I even told me and Chinese Mike were talking, what should we do here? Whoever's working at Bally's, whoever has that hard on for me, you know, they might go to another, they might leave Bally's, they might go to another sports book, another uh, casino, and they might just say, okay, their first line of thing is, let's, let's try to find a way to kick out Spanky. And I got to make it so that, you know, if you kick out Spanky, I'm not going to just sit back and bend over and let you stick it in me. That's not going to happen. I'll fire back a little bit. Um, and it's all good. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to just state facts. Um, I'll, I'll share that picture of, of the bathroom and, and, uh, and, and a lot of the, uh, the reviews is unbelievable. If anybody goes on TripAdvisor and sees the the the, the rooms that they have in, in Bally's, it's just unbelievable. It's nasty. What a nasty shithole that place is, and and uh, it's a shame. I wish they treated their customers better, but um, that's not the case. So Bally's, no problem. Um, I got your uh, I got your letter. Um, I will not be entering. You have no, nothing to worry about. <laughs> you know what I mean. I will not be entering your property. And I'll spread the word that uh, to make sure that other people also don't enter your property in the best way I can. And again, I'm not, look, I got no time to have a hard-on for anybody. I know you guys got a hard-on for me. Um, I try to be a positive person. I'll do a little buzz, you know, a little uh, uh, sting here and there just to, you know, remind you guys that, you know, I'm still around. But I, I got no time to hate. Um, want to keep a positive thing in my life. I don't, you know... Just because somebody hates me, that doesn't mean I have to hate them back and I have to build up this hatred in my heart. And again, don't get me wrong, I'm only human. Sometimes, you know, you would think that, oh man, this is, it's, uh, should you be spiteful and shit? Um, you know, and, and it's hard, and sometimes it's hard not to be. Especially because I, you know, I, I sent Sportrade all those documents, um, and I sent them a lot of that information. And, um, 
you know, we went above and beyond. I even told Alex, I'm like, Alex, the only thing I haven't sent you is a, is a blood sample and, a, and an x-ray of my left nut. Like, I sent them everything, and um, and it was good enough for sport trade. But, of course, you know, when somebody has a hard-on for you like Valley's, um, they didn't give a shit what it was. Um, they weren't, they're, they're not going to have anything to do with me, so. But, um, yeah, you know, again, just to tell everybody, anybody out there that's trying to turn pro or, you know, this is just part of the business. Um, you just hit hurdles. Um, and, you know, again, this podcast is Be Better Better, so how do I turn this into a lesson? Um, or to try to make people be better betters. Adversaries, or um, uh, adversity, I should say. Adversity is just part of it. In any type of sports betting, in anything you do, you're going to get roadblocks. Especially if you get good enough. And sometimes the roadblocks are just unavoidable. Um, you try to build relationships, you try to build friends, um, but there's still people that are just going to say no, no, no. Of course, I could have 30,000, you know, not 30,000, I could have 37 beards going to sports and all that stuff. You know, whatever. But I'm just saying, you know, I like to go in the front door. I like to be good and um, and, and, and do the right thing. And I just want to let every, you know, you, you got to understand that you always plan for the worst. You know, again, m- losing on sport trade doesn't affect my business anyway. It was nice to have, but um, I'm not, you know, I'm not losing any sleep over it. It's not like I was getting 100000 a game on that. You know, a couple of dimes here and there was a nice little you know, wet in my beak a little bit, but it wasn't anything to, like, you know, go crazy over. Now, one day, they might blow up to take 100000 a game, and that's when, you know what I mean, I might, you know, be a little bit like, damn, look at what I'm missing out on. Um, and I hope they do. You know what I mean? So, I, I really hope they succeed. But understand that there's ad- adversity in, in any part of this business. You got to find a way to overcome it. You got to find a way when somebody's is, you know, coming at you, you got to dodge it, you got to figure out ways around shit, and that's just part of it, um, the cat and mouse game between bookmaker and better, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tough, it's, that's why the business sucks, like, let's just face it, the business, this is why the industry sucks as it is, where, look at this shit, I have to jump through hoops, do all this stuff, and all I want to do is just bet, and I still can't at the end of it all, send all the necessary documentation, send everything, and I still can't back. Um, so you got to just figure out a way, and you got to just move on um, and have alternative methods to be able, and have a list of outs that you never want to be able to put yourself in a situation where if you lose one out or two outs, that it's going to cripple you. I think that's probably the biggest lesson. Have enough outs that you can't fully rely on one. And we always do that. That's why Chinese Mike was always trying to get outs. Why we're really never resting to try to get outs. I put this tweet out the other day too. It's it's longevity. It's lasting. It's scaling. Winning becomes it's so easy eventually. It's really like nothing. Um, it's trivial, dare I say. Um, it's longevity and lasting and scaling. That is the ultimate challenge. That is the ultimate goal for anybody out there. When you get to that level... You just got to learn how to scale. And uh, and when you scale, and you scale accordingly, you're able to bet enough and and um, and have and do it in a way where the market doesn't, you know, doesn't know you're there. You know, if you could do that, that's like, you know, that's the ultimate. Tugboat told me a story once. He was sitting uh, with Billy Walters having 
dinner. Um, Tugboat used to move for Billy Walters way back in the day. And Billy asked Tugboat, he goes, he, I think he asked Tugboat, uh, some some game, I forgot what it was. What did that Virginia game close? And uh, Tugboat, I think, said five. And Billy says, perfect, we laid five for 200000 Um, And it closed five. And it was like, great. Like, it didn't even, he, he, no zero closing line value. But Billy knew he had the best of it. So when you're able to scale at that level and get down big numbers and not move the not move the market in any way, um, and then you know you're going to win, that's another thing. You know, I preach get closing line value, but in my advanced topics, when you're on a Billy Walters level or a super syndicate level, you kind of not want to get closing line value. So, um, or or even get negative closing line, well, you know, to try to hide shit, but. When you get to that, that's when you get, that's when you know you find out how to last longer and um, how to keep it rolling. It's not an industry that's welcoming towards winners, um, and that's a shame. That's just part of it, and um, and it's not an industry. That, it's an industry that's that's hidden. In you know, am I the only guy that's getting kicked out? Absolutely not. Um, I'm one of thousands and thousands. I'm nothing special by any means. I'm just the guy that took the videos that documented it all. Um, and they hate me for that. A lot of places hate me for that. Um, but it needed to be shown. And I hope other people that are kicked out show the videos as well. Let's expose these guys. If they're not going to be tolerant of taking on all customers, let other people know that. Um, maybe they might change their ways. Most likely they won't. But maybe they might, they might change their ways. And then maybe, again, I always think that this industry could change. The only way it could change, take a big change, is if they limit the wrong person. I've said this before. It's got to be a senator's son, uh, a congressman's, you know, niece or nephew or something. Somebody that's high up that has somebody like, you know, did you know like you know, that doesn't? These guys, these politicians, they don't know that people get limited. They don't give it a shit even. But if it happens to somebody that's close to home. They might want to take a look at it and maybe introduce some legislation that says, hey, listen, you know, you're treating some citizens very, very unfairly, and this is not an open market. You're granted a license to do this. So if you're granted a special license, please, there should be a, some type of standard that should be implored that you are able to treat people with decency um, instead of how some of these sports books treat us uh, sharp players as criminals, literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so, it, it is what it is. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy everything. And um, if I don't catch you guys at the end of this year, I'll catch you on the flip side in 2023. Thanks so much for the time. Until next time.